today was going to be the day that I discussed aqua therapy, water therapy, therapy in the aqua. That's right. But Lord, how mercy, the pools around here are super cold. So I had to find a heated pool because my body is not going in frigid water. It's just not happening. The body spasms start and all of that. But I have to change my narrative. Why? Because I'm a wee bit, a wee bit upset. First of all, I am very grateful and very thankful for the wonderful messages that I received. It is truly an honor if I have helped you in any way. It really is. It humbles me. Um, wow. <laughs> it's super cool uh, to know that I might be helping you as much as you're helping me. So this is where we are going. And my friends, I'm a little perturbed. So today I had to drop off my vehicle. I scheduled it two weeks ago. I've got, you know what, while we're talking about it, my body's starting to spasm a little bit because I'm getting a little cold. So hold on. I got to get the baclofen. I don't want to start like, you know, feeling like I'm having a seizure or something. So got to take the baclofen. Then, oh my goodness, check out my situation here. Oh, okay. Nope, that's not the right one. <laughs> Hold on. I got to look here and see where I stand. Oh, good. Okay. So I'm good to go. All right. Got to medicate. My goodness gracious. So, oh yeah, I'm a little upset. Well, I got to take a sip of soda. Mm -mm -mm. Now, have I eaten today? Heck no. I know I'm supposed to. I will. Here we go. Mm -hmm. mm. Ah. Now, a sip of my Fiji water. I'm fuming, by the way. Just fuming. After today, no more sappy sadness for me until the next time. But for right now, I am perturbed. Perturbed. Put, I'm pissed is the best way to put it. Give me another P word have to take my vehicle in because there's a recall on it. The rail racks or whatever. It's an SUV. And I haven't noticed any problems, but Ford keeps sending me these things. Recall, recall. And I'm like, if I don't get it done, Murphy's Law, it will go bad after the recall notice has expired. So I have to take it to the dealership. And we quit going to the dealership and it bums me out because it's the first place I ever bought a vehicle. I was 14 years old. I bought a 68 Mustang. Why my mother let me do that, I have no idea because I was putting an oil in it at every gas station. But anyway, I bought it for like $1,200, my very first car, 14. Couldn't drive it legally, but anyway. So Williamsburg Ford, that's where I bought this vehicle. And that's where I bought my SUV from. I figured my first vehicle, my last vehicle, because I, I don't drive much. I think I've put maybe 17,000 miles since 2020 on it. Don't go anywhere, but I couldn't drive my green truck anymore because of the stick shift. So I'm like, well, I've got to go back to the dealership. Don't go there for many, many reasons. And that's a whole nother episode. This is going a direction. Just follow me here. So take it into Ford. I told him, I said, look, I've got an appointment at 2.30. That's where we're going to. My fascial remodeling appointment at 2.30. 
And I need to have my truck back by one because I've got to get my son from school and this, that, and the other. And that, they really didn't need to know, but I just need my vehicle back by one. I made this appointment weeks ago. And I said, so if Floyd could provide the shuttle service, I, great, I love Floyd. I said, I greatly appreciate it. Hi, Floyd. Not that he's listening, but just in case. And if your name is Floyd or you know a Floyd, maybe it's him. So I go ahead and drop the truck off last night so they have it first thing in the morning. I'm waiting, and I was lollygagging this morning. Uh, I'm learning that water therapy takes a little bit more out of me than I thought. Next episode. And I'm lying in bed because my right eye is doing the sexy wink, and it's obvious that my body's just not working very well, and I need my fascia appointment. So I waited, and I thought, well, it's 1 o'clock, hadn't heard from him. My husband called me at one eighteen. He said Ford called me. They didn't leave a message, but I called them. The truck's ready. I said, okay. So I called them at 126, and they hang up on me, and I call them back again, and I get to somebody, and 16 minutes later, you know, I, I, I explained I, I, I need the shuttle. I need Floyd. So he said, okay, and I said, but because I'm short on time, I have a 2.30 appointment, I need to, I'd like to go ahead and pay for it now. He said, okay. 16 minutes and 46 seconds later, he came back to the phone and took my payment. And I said, has Floyd left yet? And he said, uh, actually, uh, he's just come in and dropped something off and he's getting ready to leave now. And I said, well, I've got this 2.30 appointment. It was now 1.44. <laughs> it's annoying because I keep up with numbers. I know numbers. I, they said I have photographic memory. I don't know. I don't have much going for me. Let me have that, okay? So at 1.44, I said, it's 14 minutes away from the four place. I guess he can make it. And then it's 13 minutes away from there to my fasciologist. I was like, it's going to be tight, but I can, I can do it, I guess. So I go ahead and give him my payment, knowing that Floyd's on his way. And then at 2.05, there's no Floyd. So at 2.09, I call back to Ford, and I get Anthony. And he said, I said, look, I hate to do this. I know Floyd's on his way, but I have to go ahead and get an Uber. I didn't have to get an Uber. I was going to drive the green truck because anytime I can get in her and drive her, I love it. It's like back you know, just the hair blowing, you know, I just, I love my green truck. I can, I can take seven minutes, you know, of driving. So 14 minutes total with my hip just to drive my green truck. Not a problem. I was like, I, you know, I have to get an Uber. And he said, well, I've dispatched the driver. He's on his way. And I said, well, yes, I understand. And my apologies. I said, but I, you know, I didn't get a call. I called you. And I have a, you know, and I said, well, I'm looking at my call record and the last call I got was from my son's school at 1039 a.m. I don't have a call from you. He goes, well, I've got a call record too. And he got real defensive. And I said, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I said, first of all, I wasn't being bitchy. I was being quite polite, I do believe. I said, and you just went on the defensive. And I said, I'm the one that's inconvenienced here, not you just with your attitude, calm down a little bit, be kind to my truck, put the key in it, and I'll just pick it up tonight. Well, then you need to go ahead and pay for it. And I said, I already paid for it. And then he goes, oh yeah, you did. <laughs> so I said, okay. So I'm en route to my fasciologist and I 
I'm sitting there, I'm fuming a little bit about it, but I'm like, okay, no big deal. And I'm like, I'm going to go to my fasciologist. Now, I'm going to speak about my fasciologist just like I have Tracy Rodriguez, just like I have uh, Kate Skinner, just anybody that I've dealt with because nobody is spared. And I have to come with you honestly because that's why I did the Dirty Laundry episode. And I'm not saying anything bad about her. I'm just going to tell you the, how it was because I'm a little upset. I understand people have to raise their fees and things of this nature, but as frustrated as I am, man, I, let's look at it like this. I go to my fasciologist. I, I'm there with her. And now I've kind of crossed the line because she's a friend. She is a friend as well, but she is not a friend that I can aggravate because as I have mentioned, I did have her work on me one day when she was a little upset. And those facial adhesions, it was like she was taking out her aggravation on me. She was upset. Somebody had just wanted to raise her rent where she was renting. And she was upset because they saw that now she's making money. They wanted more of it. So she was upset. And then when I asked her for a referral fee... It was very awkward and she was working on me. And so I realized I'm never gonna get that referral fee. And that's when she brought up me starting a nonprofit and this, that, and the other, and telling me how, you know, I'm here to educate the masses and all this other stuff. So I've crossed the line. I have someone that can tell me what they think of me, but I can't really tell them because I'm at her mercy. I, I really am. She's the only person every time that can help me. So if she's going to raise my rates, I have no choice. If she's going to put me there every other week, I have no choice. And I mean, and she's got the right words. I don't want to be dependent on her. Sadly, she's the only person that has been able to help me every single time. I'm bright eyed and all bushy tailed right now because she got rid of the adhesion on my side. But she was telling me, but she didn't really, it's still there. But she said, I could keep working with it on my own, on my own tools. So she knows I, I, you know, I do that. And I've, you know, and the only podcast that she's listened to of mine is the one where I interviewed her. So I know she's not going to listen. And so, you know, and she's getting ready to start her own podcast, which infuriates me because I work on fascia. Do I go open up a brick and mortar right beside her? No, but it's like an insult. I've already said this, you know, for her, I got paid to do this. It means something to me. And you starting a podcast, I, 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 I just don't get it. But again, the waters are not muddied by all the people that talk about fascia because as Debbie in the UK so kindly pointed out, there are a lot of podcasts about fascia. So peace be with her on that. Way to go. But the reason why I'm so upset is because she knows I'm at her mercy. She knows she's the only one that could help me. And the last few minutes, rather than working on this spot on my left hip, I was getting a lecture, which is nice, but I was telling her, you know, having problems with my breathing. And she corrected me, you don't have a problem with your breathing. You know, I said, well, no, when I get fatigued and then I was getting told, you know, you need to speak this way or you're gonna look crazy. And so I'm grateful 
for her educating me. So I, I will make sure that I do speak properly on this. As I get fatigued, my muscles don't react well and they are not strong enough. So my breathing is restricted because I am not able to breathe any further than my chest breathing, which takes away my breath, which makes it uh, uh, impossible for me to breathe. Now, I've been told that that's wrong and that when I say I'm losing my breath or I can't walk, that, you know, I'm being negative for all the people that are so much worse than me. I, I you know, I don't need somebody. I, I'm, I, I'm paying the money and I don't, I, I appreciate the comeuppance. I appreciate the come to Jesus moments and this, that, and the other. But if it's my safe place and I'm allowed to be a little upset because I can't do what I used to do and things. And I know I'm going off the track because you weren't in the room with me. So you're probably going, oh my gosh, what is she doing? <laughs> but I, I have a point here. Just stick with me. I'm listening to her pump me up. But then to tell me that this is why I sound crazy to doctors. And I'm grateful for that because I'm learning the proper language, you know, like we need to stick together when we say, you know, my fascia is restricted, it's adhesed, it's distorted. So we can say things to the doctors properly, but it doesn't matter what I say to the doctors. They still look at me like I'm crazy when I'm sitting there going, I'm having my fascia remodeled. And they're like, yeah, I don't know what she's doing to you, but you know, they, uh, there's, you know, no coming together. She's just helping it so I can help her. I have referred people to her. <laughs> I have referred many people to her and not gotten one dime, not one dime back from her. And the way it works when you go to my fasciologist is you have to buy a package of eight. Now, I could be ruining my thing here, and I don't mean to because, like I said, I'm grateful, but... I've spoken honestly about everybody else. I need to be honest here. I'm very grateful because I just, you know, I'm going once a week. I'm paying every week. I'm not buying a package, but I'm paying the package price. I'm not getting a discount of anything like that. So my fee went up $3.75. Might not seem like a much, much to you, but if she had offered me $3.75 for the person that I referred to her that she made a thousand dollars off of, I would have been super grateful. I would have been real appreciative. Oh my God, thank you. You know, $3.75, somebody else might go, that's all she gave you, but no, she thought of me. And I'm appreciative of that. She thought of me and gave me something as a thank you for referring somebody that she made a thousand plus dollars off of. And that is why I am so adamant about coming up with a program that works for us, that makes sense. We need a physical therapist that works with us with our breathing. Because even now, I'm not taking full breaths. And there's a way to do that by exercising the pelvic floor. I know this much and I was doing those exercises, but I had to stop because my fascia 
got in the way, literally <laughs> got in the way. So now I feel like my body is ready. Hey, Ella, I feel like my body is ready to start doing these exercises again. There's a method to where you put your feet up, you're lying on the floor and you bend your legs and you put your legs up on the floor and or legs up on the wall and you put a ball between your legs and you work on your breathing. There's a method and, and you do little movements because you need to reactivate the pelvic floor because what's happening is we're not able to take a complete deep breath, especially when fascia is adhesing your ribs and you can't take that full breath. So by the end of the day, my body gets fatigued. So what's happening is, and, and, and she's saying like, because my muscles aren't strong enough. Well, what it is, my muscles, I didn't want to argue. You know, I was naked on the table. I just was allowing her to tell me how I didn't do this and I need to be grateful for this and this, that, and the other and how she has a chronic thing and a brain injury and all this other stuff. And, and it's true. I appreciate her positivity. But then to raise my rates because it needed to be fair for the other people, uh, I don't know, burn my gizzard a little bit just burned my gizzard and I, but I'm at her mercy. I love her as a person. Well, I love her as a friend, you know, as a person, but in this business relationship, she has the upper hand because it's all business for her and I am at her mercy. I, I'm not, you know, I don't want to refer anybody else because it's so frustrating, you know, to watch, you know, her, she's doing it. She's got a gift. She really does. And I don't want to deny somebody that, but I'm that's why I'm trying so hard to look at this counter strain and to ask these individuals that do it because they accept our insurance. You know, most of us, they accept insurance. Counter strain can be done by physical therapists. My Achilles tendon was out of place, my right side, and today it was put back in last April, but we had to go deeper because I've been having problems with my right side, and she was saying it's because maybe the nerves are coming back to life. I'm like, no, it's not that. There's something else going on. Well, the muscles in my knees were, in my right side, were stuck, were glued to the bone, so I felt them being ripped off. I don't know what this counter strain can do, but I'm just trying to find other modalities because it's expensive. I, I don't even, come here, Ella. You can come up here. Ella's wanting to get in my lap. Now Emma's getting jealous. Emma's on the bed. I'm sitting in the chair <laughs> and Emma's all quiet, but now her head just popped up from underneath the blanket because she heard Ella and Ella's wanting to, you know how sisters can be. So, there has to be other modalities. Mary Jane just sent me a bill for services that I already had done saying that because she added Matt to it and this, that, and the other, I owed her 200 more dollars. And I said, okay, could you explain your charges to me? <laughs> you know, just, just wanting to ask her. I said, I'm all okay for it. 
but explain. And she's all about how I, I need her and I need Matt and she doesn't want me to do personal training. She wants to train me and then I can only work for her. I don't want to go work for her. And I, you know, and I'm tired of giving out my money and I'm tired of feeling like the rug just gets pulled out from under us. I am going to come up with the program, dadgummit, and it will be, I mean, now, because it is, I had to pay like the $700 for, for the personal trainer, and then I get a discount if I do it before June 2nd, I think for $199 to go to the Fascia Institute. I like calling it the Fascia Institute because it makes me feel like I'm doing the Fashion Institute, and, you know, I have no fashionable skills. So, anyway, I, uh, you know, I've got this training to do, and if, and if I can figure out this breathing, and it also the diet was it? I think it's dynamic neuromuscular uh, system. I think it, there's a there's a DNS uh, form of breathing as well, because we have to to work on our breathing. That's why we can't just go to a regular physical therapist. And if I could come up with a program that could help, because we can't do just regular exercise. You know, water is great. Water therapy is great because we're not pulling out a joint. But it just gets so frustrating, you know, rather than say, you know what, I'm going to keep you at this price per visit because you've referred several people to me. You've advertised for me. You've, I mean, my gosh, you know, I've sent thousands of dollars to her and customers. So... You know, $3.75 might not mean a lot, but if it was coming to me, I'd be real grateful for it. Going out, I'm like, yeah, it's just three seventy-five, but then everything else is ignored that I've done it. Now, maybe I'm being wrong. Message me. Let me know. You know, maybe I'm being a greedy old broad. I, I don't know. But this illness is defeating, and... No matter, you know, how positive, you know, because I do like, you know, I don't normally, when somebody asks me how I'm doing, I'm like, I'm just fine, just dandy. You know, I don't sit there and go, man, I feel like crud. And, you know, because that's not my mindset. And so she was, you know, educate me on that today because she has the sinus issues because of her, her brain injury and all that. And, you know, I said, I know you say amazing, even though I know you feel, you know, like a certain other way and she's like it's it's a mindset because you say it but the problem is is it is difficult for us with this illness meaning that I, I don't care I, I understand if, if you've got diabetes and you've got to change the way you eat well that's a bummer but you no, because it's been shown to you via the numbers, via blood work, right? If you have a heart problem, it's been shown to you with your blood pressure or through testing of some sort. If it's a broken bone or scoliosis, anything that can be proven, that's different. When you have something that you've been told is in your head for so long. And if she's right, if it's because I'm saying, man, I can't breathe. She's like, I'm watching, you're breathing just fine. I said, no, when I start getting fatigued and then, you know, getting the lecture about 
how I'm not saying things right. Well, if I do need to change the way I speak, I love getting told how to speak. If I need to change my verbiage so that I'll be taken more seriously by the doctors, I will. But I did go in with all the proper verbiage on the fascial remodeling, and he looked at me like I was crazy and didn't think anything she was doing for me was worth it. So you're going to run up against those brick walls. It just does not matter. And perhaps my verbiage is incorrect. Uh, but yes, when I start getting fatigued, I lose my voice. I know I lose my voice because I'm losing my air. I'm losing the ability for my body to work together. And see, she doesn't understand EDS. She's learning. So I do have a problem, and I've kind of just had my come-to-Jesus moments over the past week or two because I really did think, once I get rid of these fascial adhesions, I mean, I started walking again. Why should I have any more issues? Because I never had the problems of HEDS before, you know, uh, my pregnancy. It just never had, I mean, I had the problems, you know, endometriosis. I had all of that stuff, but those were just symptoms of things you took care of. It wasn't until my body stopped and I went from moving, you know, having having episodes where I'd be down for a couple of weeks or down for a couple of months to eventually just being completely down. But when I went completely down, I lost my ability to talk and walk. So because I got those abilities back, I was determined that I wouldn't be, you know, bothered anymore by this little H-E-D-S. So this is all learning for me. And that's why I have the podcast. Because I need to learn. I don't understand. And so I need to, you know, accept. And, and, and she's lecturing me, telling me all this. Well, she hasn't listened to a podcast except the one she's on. So she doesn't know what I've accepted. I have accepted that I have this illness. Even though yesterday it took popping my hip out for me to, to grasp it. And I will still question every day. How can we not? There's no there's there's no blood work to tell us we have this. And when you are able to push through something, and that's your mindset, and you yourself have to convince yourself that this is beyond pushing through, especially when you're hard-headed. It's an everyday challenge. So, you know, to be told, you know, I, I need to be grateful because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't walking two years ago. And this, yeah, I do. I understand all of that. And I am grateful for it. Go back and listen to episode 141, where we did the, a, the, the AWOL Zebra Pact. You know, go through this. But I have the right to cry a little bit. I have the right to be down. Because I'm, I'm, I, I don't have injuries and I'm not making thousands of dollars a week. You know, I'm not able to charge people a thousand dollars 
for a few visits and make a living and live with my chronic disease. She can. And then she ups my fee. And I don't get a referral fee. And then she's doing a podcast. The very person that doesn't want me to be defeated seems like she's throwing all these little things and it's defeating me. But it will not. (laughs) Will not. Because it's just a little bump. Just a little bump in the road. But it just put a fire under me to make me no more lollygag on this CPT. I'm not going to say I am going to get my certified trainer's certification. I am. I am going to go to the Fashion Institute. I am going to get these things done and I am going to help you work on your fascia because you want to work on it before it gets glued down to you. And like I said, as Debbie in the UK pointed out, there's a lot of uh, fascia podcasts out there. Didn't know it. So there's a lot And there's a lot you can learn. But the thing is, is I don't know how much you need to learn to know it's your problem. And you know it, you need to get rid of those adhesions. So, I mean, I could have an episode every day and tell you, okay, we've got four layers of fascia. You have the sticky one, the visceral, and you've got this, and you've got that. I can educate you all in the world about fascia. All you need to know is your body has stopped working. Why? Because your fascia doesn't want you to move. Your fascia is protecting you. Now, that is if this is your problem. So, please, <laughs> don't, don't go around going, Well, Christy said, because... <laughs> I know nobody's doing that. But you know, I always want to say, this is from the patient's perspective. But if you are feeling weakness in your arms, you're trying to blow dry your hair, and you're feeling weakness in your arms, nine times out of ten, especially when you feel like a knot, it's an adhesion from the subluxation of your shoulder, okay? Think of how many times you have popped your shoulder out, and now it's like you're trying to hold your arm up and dry your hair, and you can only do it a certain, you know, when I was flattening my hair, I have to take breaks. And even when I flattened it, it looked like I didn't flatten it. But that's my son, Wyland, by the way. If you just heard the door open, he just went in and out and it popped on in. When you, I realized the other day when I did a podcast, I heard him in there. He was getting his nunchucks and you could hear everything. And I didn't know all that came out. But this is real life. This is me. This is what I do. And my family sacrificed enough for me to do this. I don't even want to tell you how much money I've spent since the beginning of the year. I'm embarrassed, honestly, embarrassed, because all this isn't covered by insurance. So that is why I'm trying to tell you now, work on your fascia. It does not take a rocket scientist to be able to work on your fascia. That gummit, if I can do it, you can do it. I mean, you, you, right now, like I said, the only way I know is with the tools. So you have to go spend money with Ashley Black. But if you use my link, <laughs> I'm an affiliate. So, yeah, you don't pay me. She pays me. I find, that, finally, that finally worked. But you have to buy a tool, and I don't know any other way. And if you can find something else, please do. 
and then tell me about it because I am all about, let's share the wealth. Let's tell people about it. Uh, the other day, somebody posted in the group about why you, st you stand like a T-Rex. Well, I don't stand with my arms up and I don't stand like a T-Rex, but I stand like an ostrich. And I used to always do that where you, you stand, I guess, is that the bird? Where you stand on one leg and you take your other leg and put, so let's do this, do this with me. Like you stand up and only if it doesn't hurt you. And, or you can do it lying in bed, but you take your left foot and that's straight up and down to the ground, right? If you're lying in bed, that's stuck out. Then you take your right leg and you take your foot and you put your toes right there at your knee on the inside of your thigh and you sit there and stand and then one hip goes to the side. I stood like that every daggone night while I was eating chocolate chip cookie dough out of the refrigerator because I was a single woman and I didn't have to worry about feeding anybody else. <laughs> and so I would stand there and eat. And that's how I ate every single day. So I stood like an ostrich. And what it is, when you stand like a T-Rex, what you're doing is over time, your shoulders have subluxed for so, for so many times that you start bending your arm and then your hands kind of droop down because you're taking the tension off of your shoulder unknowingly, right? And so that's what's happening. So I was taking the tension off of my hips. Does anybody else stand like that? I mean, it's the most comfortable position. It truly is. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could stand there all day. I mean, you get tired, not me. Just stand on one leg, pop the other leg up on my other thigh and rotate. But I was pushing my pelvis. Well, no, I was pushing my hip bone out. I learned about my pelvis today. Thank you, Ebony. Well, she goes by Bunny, but her real name's Ebony. And I know her as Ebony, and that's what I call her. Oh, wow, I'm looking at the bruises popping up now. So I am popping my hip out when I do that, which is then damaging the fascia. So every time your fascia gets a few tears, it starts balling up right? Remember that episode? We've done several about this. That's why I'm like, I don't know how many fascia episodes you need. At this point, I'm just kind of talking with you and sharing with you because I like it. <laughs> I have fun. And sometimes I cry. Sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I try to sing. But it makes me happy. And I hope maybe it makes you a little happy. So how much do you need to know that your fascia is damaged. Did you have surgery? Your fascia is damaged. Did you give birth? Your fascia is damaged. Do you have problems holding your neck up? Your fascia is damaged. I don't know how many times you need to hear about the four layers and all of that. It, it takes a while to get to those layers, so that's why the fascial remodeling isn't instantaneous. You know, you get rid of one adhesion and then boom, another one pops up. But it's just a deeper adhesion. Again, I don't know. It's like, I don't need to know how the engine's put in the car. I just need to be able to drive it. So you don't need to know everything about fascia to know that yours is damaged. Do you have a limited range of motion where you didn't before? 
You've got damaged fascia. Bottom line, work on your fascia. Have I said that? Did I mention that? Work on your fascia before it stops working for you. Every little bit helps. Every daggone day. You can just do a little bit. And what I'm doing is intense. But it's because, I mean, now that she started, I mean, I'm down this this road. I mean, it hurts when these adhesions are left. And I lose my strength. So as I'm driving down the road, I lose my left arm because there's this adhesion. And yes, I need to be grateful that I'm able to drive. But can I also be bummed out because I can't lift a gallon of milk? Yes. But I'm grateful that I can now walk to the kitchen. But I can still be sad that I can't vacuum. It doesn't make me a negative Nelly. No, it does not. We have to be able to look at the things that we didn't, that we can't do anymore, to be grateful for the few things that we can. So, yes, be sad because you can't go running. Be sad because you can't vacuum. (laughs) I know how many, no, truly I am. I I miss being able to, to run the vacuum because that was part of taking care of my family. So I do. Simple little things, sweeping, simple little chores, you know? So yeah. And and like right now, I am upset because when I was getting, you know, being told about how I need to be this, that, and the other, I was trying to say, if you would just hush for a second, my left side is really hurting. Could you just look on that for the work on that for the last few minutes instead of talking to me about how negative I am because now it's hurting it's hurting intensely and I know it's an adhesion and I need to be grateful I was sitting there and she's like well how bad is it I said well at the end of the night it's like an eight she goes well then you need to rest I said but I'm in here and it's a four and you can work on it (laughs) didn't get that point and that's what's frustrating because I have no control I have no control over someone that is doing the only modality that works for me. And I don't want you to be in that position. And I know when I'm sitting here saying I want to come up with the program. And yeah, if I do, eventually, yeah, I'd have to charge. But I wouldn't be, you know, it It would pretty much just to to, to be... I mean, I can't, I can't charge a lot of money. My husband's already told me I'm not allowed to set prices on anything. You know, I was thrilled when I made 80 cents on the podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I made 80 cents. You know, it's a minimal amount. You can, you know, if you do that Spotify for podcasters and you make your own podcast, if Spotify picks you for whatever reason, they picked me and they are allowing me to do these commercials. So you get, I don't know, I don't understand what it is, but it's $14.99 per RPM. So it's how many times a commercial is played, but it's not $14.99 per commercial being played. It's, I don't know, the rate per minute. I have no idea, but I have quite a few listeners and I'm very grateful for that. And I made like 80 cents and I was happy. 
because, you know, and, but what made me even happier was that, I mean, I don't know how I'm being charged or being paid, but hey, you know, I haven't collected on everything. <laughs> I'm just letting it build because I'm so happy. But I would love to come up with a plan that will help us. And if you can figure it out before I do, please do. I'm telling you what I, what I think so far are the things we need. We need our fascia worked on. We need to keep our fascia free-flowing. You need to have your breathing, a rhythmic breathing. You need to be able to breathe properly. I mean, all the way down to the diaphragm. And what's happening with us is that diaphragm is not working properly. And I know this because I went through therapy with the guy that wrote the book and gives tons of conferences about the pelvic floor. So as I said, I'll pass along any information I can. And if you come up with a program before me, please do. The pelvic floor, being able to breathe, the diaphragm, that needs to be handled properly. Our posture, we need to be able to keep proper posture. And we need to be able to take breaks, I guess, and rest because we can't go a whole day. But once I believe those things are figured out, it's getting the knots out of your fascia to get your range of motion back and to limit your pain. That's why you want to work on your fascia. My left butt cheek is just starting to flame right now. It's starting to really hurt. And I have a week before I can go back, but I'm going to use I'm going to use my own tool. I'm going to work on it myself. And that's why I say work on it because my fascia is being ripped off the bone in some areas. It's because I went for so long. I did not know. But if you work on those little knots now, remember what I told you. Wyland had an adhesion from when he fell ice skating. His, his hip popped out. He didn't know it. His hip was put back in and his adhesion felt like soft bubble gum, like Hubba Bubba. Remember Hubba Bubba? And do they still have that? Bazooka Joe is hard. Mine is like Bazooka Joe. It's like rocks and it's really hard. And old adhesed fascia is so much harder to work on. But I guarantee you, if you work on those areas every day, just a little bit, or, or have a massage, it's more than a massage because that's just temporary. You need to just have your fascia, have those adhesions just released and know when an adhesion gets gone that another one pops up. That's just a deeper one in the same area. It's not a new one popping up, but we need to work on our fascia. We need to work on our posture. We need to figure out how to take a full breath. And all of this is mind resetting. We need to set our minds back in to this, this, this motion. And I learned a lot with Mary Jane with muscle activation and learning that the, the muscle spindle is not working properly because it's not being told to work from your head. So when she touches the muscle, she's alerting. And, and, and I'll tell you this real quick. So you'll know, so the muscle activation, you can go back and listen to that episode. It's way back in the beginning. But the way muscle activation uh, works is 
you want to show the muscle what you want it to do. So if it's extending your leg from the knee out, you that the the technician, the the specialist will take your leg and straighten your leg out and put it back down. And then she'll say you do it. And then you can't do it. So then she has you lie down and then she touches the muscles. Remember, I turned on my big toe. And I've got that on video if you would like. And I've also got other videos of muscle activation that was done on me if you would like to see it. And maybe you can figure it out too. But you you go and you know what? Uh, let me finish with the knee. So then she goes and touches those muscles and then has you repeat it and you do it. The big toe, since I just remembered it, I'll tell you. You have to bend your toe in three positions and when you do that you're showing the toe this is what I want you to do you have to touch the muscle believe it or not there's three and the tip of your big toe in the middle of your big toe and where your big toe is connected then you have to go up the calf and there's another muscle up there that you have to touch that's what triggers your big toe and your big toe is very important because that's what holds proper posture that's what holds us in balance it's very important and that was my first complaint in 2011 and nobody took me seriously my big toe just quit working couldn't wear flip-flops I, I couldn't use my big toe I would collapse I'd take a step and my big toe would cause me just to collapse so we need to make sure our muscles are on because they've atrophied because the proper muscles haven't been working because you haven't been able to move bend your knee the right way you haven't been able to lift your arm the right way other muscles have compensated so figure those things out come up with the program and invite me because i need all the help i can get but that's my goal i'm going to do that i'm going to come up with a fair price and i've already got the website and i am I'm saying all this because if I say it, I have to do it or I look like a fool, right? I am going to have a website. I've already bought them. I already have them. And uh, I'm going to put them on there. And I am going to figure out. to We can Zoom. We can do something. But I'm not going to, in the middle of your treatment, just say, I, I need to be fair to other people and I need to increase your price. Or uh, since... I did a little extra today. I need to charge you a little bit more because I did this. No, I'm going to say this is what it cost. And if we end up sitting there, as long as you feel you're getting your money's worth. And if we end up talking about, if, we, if, you're, if you're calling me for something on your big toe, and then all of a sudden, you know, we finish with the big toe and you've got it and you've got 10 more minutes left and you bring up your shoulder, I'm not going to charge you for your shoulder. It's horrible to have an illness that you're told you have to accept. But there is no diagnostic proof. There is no proof that you have it. No doctor can show you any evidence that you have this illness that's taken your life away. So it's frustrating when there are so few people out there that can help us with our illness 
and when you feel like you're being taken advantage, and I'm not being taken advantage of by my fashionologist, I'm not saying that. I'm just, you know, perturbed because I haven't been recognized for the referrals, but I didn't refer people to her for the money. It just would have been a nice, hey, thank you for trusting me and sending this person to me. Here's three seventy-five, $3.75, you know, anything, anything. So, ooh, I could title this episode three seventy-five. <laughs> it's just I paid for for a service and they disrespected me. I paid Mary Jane for a service and then she came back and decided I needed to pay her more. I've been paying the one and only person that has been able to help me every single time. And I've never been recognized for anybody that I've sent to her. I understand fee increases. I do. But I'm the only one. And that's okay. Because I desperately need her. But I don't want you to feel like that. We are going to come up with something. I guarantee it. So tomorrow, perhaps, will be my aqua therapy. We'll find out then, won't we? Thank you so much. Did you do your AZA today? Did you do your AWOL Zebra agenda? Did you write down your three things? Did you do those three things? If you didn't, it's okay. You can tack them on tomorrow. I'm not like the cell phone company that makes you lose all your minutes in one month and doesn't let them roll over. You can roll it over to the next day. Don't add more on yourself. No pressure. Thank you so much for listening to me. I really appreciate it. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day. It didn't stop. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Anybody can do a podcast. That's my commercial, right? And there you go. Have a lovely day.